Welcome, everybody. It is another edition of the Sports Hole. I'm your host, Luke. With me, as always, XFL Jim, Rock and Roll, Matty Goldberg. Guys, what a night last night, huh? Two great What is games. up, boys? Not one, but two. Two classics. This is what we wanted from the four-team playoff the whole time. Well, you got it. I mean, on the last going go out around, with the you got it, Jim. College football saved, saved their ass because of all the controversy. They got two classics. Oh, yeah. By the way, before we get into those games, can we get into, well, this won't happen next year because there'll be 12 teams and the some of the teams that would have made the playoffs. If you don't plan on showing up for a ball game, you're going to play your twos and threes. You're, you're going to just go and not show up. Don't bother. Don't fucking bother. Get another team. I'll take a 5-7 and seven team that wants to be there. I'm talking to you, Ohio State. I'm talking to you, fucking Florida State. I get you're all pissy. But Matty, the only way you're going to fix that, I talked about this with a friend, the only way yeah. I feel like you're fixing this, uh, the opt-out situation, everything like that, I think you have to move the schedule around a little bit, and you might be all right. If you move... Uh, the transfer portal date to like after bowl season. If you move signing days around, sure. you might be all right because then you'll still you'll get opt outs obviously for the NFL guys, but that's been happening for years and years and years. You won't get the crazy. Would Florida State have like fifty four players opting out? Well, it, it's like yeah, but your, the transfer your portal school injury. is paying money to go to the game. Your yeah, fans if the portal's closed, money. they can't like transfer like freely. Yeah. In the middle of the season. Well, well, I, what I'm, my point is, is like, if you're not going to show up and play the game for real, don't bother. You're wasting people's money. You're wasting gamblers' time because it's hard to handicap. Because <laughs> I don't, don't think they care about the gamblers, Maddie. They should. <laughs> they should. We're the viewers. I also, I do. I will say, this is me yeah. as a gambler. Yeah, I appreciate bowl season because it's wildly different than the regular season. It's like a I whole new thing to it, handicap. It's a whole crapshoot. But like Ohio State, first of all, you're going to put that quarterback next year. You, you know, the the Big Ten's going to be loving it because he stinks. Uh, what's his name? Derek Brown or something? They they got another. They got a recruit stud coming yeah, in. Yeah, they 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 can't rely on him. He stinks. But they didn't show up, and I'm like, if you're not going to show up. Don't fucking don't bother. Just say, hey, we're gonna pass. Well, no, you get the you get the money, you get the extra practices, you get like a whole bunch of stuff for going to the bowl game. I, I get you get money, but you rip off the fans. You rip off the people that paid good money to go to the game and see garbage. Yeah, I think that I think out of you should expect garbage now. It, they're exhibitions. Yeah. Bowl games yeah. are just exhibitions. We should look at the non-playoff bowl games for what they are as exhibitions. And when I look at it that way. I really appreciate bowls like the Pop-Tart Bowl or the Duke's Mayo Bowl that just get stupid yeah, with good, it and do a lot teams. of dumb stuff. I don't care about the teams. I don't care. I, I They're good teams. I'm saying yeah. they're going to try to win. Well, I just like the dumb aspect of bowl season. Like, all those games are exhibition games. Obviously, a lot of the players that are there want to win. Yeah. I, I will say probably a lot of the coaches in those games, some of them might be checked out. But I think the players that are actually playing the games, those, these are competitive guys. The ones that are actually playing do want to win. But when you get like Ohio State and they play their their twos and their threes and then they don't even have a quarterback and they basically their best players are opting out. And, and in Florida State was an absolute joke. Like just don't just you can say you don't like. I remember one year uh, Georgia Tech and college basketball were on the bubble and they didn't make it. And they said to the NIT, thanks, but no thanks. We don't want we're, we're done. We're emotionally we're done. We don't want to play anymore. And and, that, and Florida State could have just said, "Look, thanks, but no thanks. We're hurting, and if we show up, we're gonna play our threes, and we're gonna waste everybody's time." Well, the the, the thing is, they're getting paid. The schools make money. Like I understand you know? that, but that's not fair. I know it's not fair, but it Matt, is a reality. College sports have never been fair. <laughs> it's a it's a joke. It, it's like have a little integrity and be like. You know what? We're not going to take the free money because Maybe, we can't you, put a Have you lost at gambling due to these? No, I did not. Okay. Good. But I, I want to, you know, you have a matchup of Ohio State, Missouri. It's a great matchup 
Florida State versus Georgia could have been a good game. And, 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 you know, for these teams to just absolutely not give a fuck when their kids and their fans are paying good money to pay for accommodations for you to put garbage out there, it's garbage. And I'm, and I'm mad about it. I'm mad at Brian Day and his, his, his fruity beard for this. That's, I don't know. I mean, I think it's his whole scheduling thing. I think if you move the transfer portal back, You'll get a lot well, of these probably won't happen because both those teams will make it and they'll play hard in the playoffs. But like what I saw this year, I'm like, this is nonsense. The, the, you guys are you guys made a, a six of whatever they call the ball the the New Year's Eve six and New Year's six baby. You should be honored to play that, and if you're not honored, don't fucking play, Maddie. I mean, you can blame the kid. If you want to blame anybody, probably blame ESPN. Yeah. Um, and college football media for only pushing the playoff narrative. Like, mm-hmm. they are the, well, the, I mean, what the else playoff are you... the only games that matter. I know. And that's all anyone talks about. Well, Here's they... like, the games don't matter. So, I why should the players do. care? They used to, they used they don't, to matter. They don't anymore, though. But they, they used should to because we, we, Why we should didn't they have like, opt outs? Because you're playing games. for your school. Maddie, you that play. like, this is a different era of college football. I agree with you that you were playing for your school. These kids are transferring like 8,000 times now. There is no school loyalty. Maybe I'm a romantic. Maybe I'm a a traditionalist. Maybe I just have more integrity than you two combined. No, I agree with you that like it sucks. Maybe Um, I'm a better person than both of you. But that's the way college sports are going. Like the only games that matter are the playoffs. I know that. (laughs) The only games that matter are those four or those two. Well, they sure fucking were great. Yeah, they were. So Holy they're releasing uh, the Epstein Island list. That's good segue. Hell yeah, <laughs> Urban what, Meyer. What uh, Brian Day? So we we've already had Aaron Rodgers accusing Jimmy Kimmel of being yeah. on the list, and now Jimmy Kimmel threatening to sue him. And it's this this is the new funniest rivalry. I wasn't anticipating. Now, um, this is what happens when you get hurt four four plays into a year. You get. You, you 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 get like you know I worry about guys like Cam Newton and Aaron Rodgers when they retire, what they're gonna do with their time because they have a lot of time and you know I, I don't care for Jimmy Kimmel, don't get me wrong, but like uh you know I don't know it's it's we didn't see this coming. Do you think any athletes will show up on the uh, Epstein list? I don't think they're Tom Brady. Tom Brady possibly. Yeah. No, they they they've they've showed the list like the tentative list, and he did not make it. Who was on there that surprised you, Maddie? Seth Green was the weirdest one. <laughs> when did he that, go? Did he go as random. a kid? I have no idea, but that that's, was very uh, random. But I'm not weird. gonna. I don't want to get sued. I don't want him to tweet at me, being like, uh, "Travis Kels." Not joking. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like could, Bill Belichick, could you see Ed him? Orgeron, Ed Orgeron was on. Oh yeah, he was probably piloting the thing. Yeah, he probably back then probably. Yeah. Um, Pete Carroll. I can see. No, Pete. I I have no idea. I have no idea. David Tepper. Yeah, David Tepper is my new hero. Just God, he's checking. having a week, huh? <laughs> it's so. Bad. He's, he's making Daniel Snyder look like uh, a, a great guy, billionaire homie. Act like it. Yeah, this but we got. A... We should probably discuss yesterday. Oh, Holy there were fuck. actual games. That's right. Hell yeah, there were games. You know, so Luke and I, we watched. You know, Luke's a bigger. I'm a Michigan fan, but he's like a Michigan. You know, he's from. He's there. a Michigan man. His dad yes. is a Michigan guy. His dad used to call him like, "We got some fun." Like he go, it's his. Yeah, it's my his, dad was nuts. He kind of instilled yeah. that in me too. Sure. Um, yeah, but it's so fun. Had, yeah, we've had about a three-year tradition. We've watched. Yes. Let, you know, we were confident versus Georgia. I was really confident. I was confident last year because Michigan was the better <laughs> team. And when Alabama scores that first touchdown, we're like, okay, this is like a tradition of us watching Michigan just get smoked, just melting that, down. Like the in combination the, under of the Alabama. Lights. 
Alabama getting that early touchdown plus Michigan's yeah. like the first play almost being a pick and like looking oh, at Nampton offense. Oh, start. Like, here we go again. The fumble on the punt. <clears throat> brutal. And you just felt like, oh my God, this is what they do every year. And we're just going to sit here and by the third quarter, we're just going to like give up and be in a miserable mood. And it turned out to be like, Holy fuck, like just the overtime, the touchdown, Michigan to tie it, the missed field goal, the Alabama kicker had ice water in his veins. I mean, he can yeah, kick. Yeah, that guy was a good player. I uh, don't want it coming down to him. I know that. Yeah, and, and uh, it was just such a great game. And, it, it, you know, there was that poor kid from Michigan, man, the punt returner at the end of the game. You're like, what are you doing, kid? Oh, like, my God. There was no reason to even field goal. that punt at all. Just no. let that baby go wherever it may. That was like the story of the game for me was that Michigan yeah. looked like the clear, better team the entire game yeah. On, yeah. in like every facet, except special teams. Michigan yeah. legitimately had like really bad special teams that yeah. whole game, which Extra is strange. Point. Usually blow pretty my mind. good. And that's, yeah. that's Harbaugh's kid, Jay, coaching up the special teams too. So oh, he, I don't he know did what not the hell was job. going on with yeah, them. Two, usually... two, two muff punts. A missed extra point, and, and this poor kid that they put out to like catch the last punt, like you, you, he's probably waking up every night in cold sweats because when you watch the play, you don't realize how close he is to being like drilled in the end zone. I'm like, that's going to be a safety. They're going to lose this game on a crazy, stupid play. <laughs> and then there was that weird Michigan timeout, like. While the clock's winding down, that and was weird too. They're with their backs against their own end. That was zone. bizarre. That was weird. I did not understand that at all. I still haven't been able to research that yet, but uh, it was so strange. But have you ever had like a near death experience where sometimes in the middle of the night you wake up and you're like, oh my God, what if that happens? Sure. Yeah. That's how I feel that poor punt returner is feeling like. Yeah. Because he knows like, he fumbled, and not only is it scary to get it back, but he got hit so hard, like, literally at the one-yard line. Like, if 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 it's if he's, like, a foot farther, it's a safety. And it's the dumbest way to lose a game. It, it, it goes back to when Michigan lost that game on that punt against Michigan State. Oh, yeah, don't even get me started on that. But uh, I was anyways, thinking the same thing. This was, I know it was, uh, it, it, it could have gone that way. And it was, it was nice to finally like be in one of these all time classic games and be yeah. on the, the, the fun side of it. Um, you know, to, I've to never seen and, Luke so happy on that fourth he, down and over <laughs> and the timeouts, they kept calling timeouts and, Oh, it was God. like the tension. You, I just, I couldn't take it. Luke's heart rate had to be going through the roof. Oh, like that God. entire game. Dropped was, some tears, man. It was insane. Yeah. And then do you, we, do you yeah. think I was talking to Luke about it, and I'm like, did they call a, a just a quarterback run up the middle, or do you think he just panicked? No, no. The, if you look at the, when they showed on replay, the snap got a little fucked up. So that looks what like. It was. I believe it was supposed to be probably like an RPO to the left, yeah. I think. Sure. And yeah. the snap got fucked up. Milro just kind of just like brain scrambled, didn't know what to do to try and save the play. Didn't work out. Well, our end had pushed their tackle back. Oh, the, to, the, like, the right back. tackle for Bama got embarrassed that play. So he that's, got that, that's who tackled. He tripped over the Bama player, his own player, pretty much. That's what where most of the tackle Because, you started. know, like when you're watching. Michigan's D line just ate Alabama's O line. Oh, yeah. When you're watching a play develop, like let's say he goes back to pass, you don't know what's going to happen. But like the second that play happened, you see him running into the line. There was almost a sense of relief if you're a Michigan fan because yep. there was nothing he could have done. There was no, no was, room. Yeah, you were just like they're going to make it this easy. Like if he's if he would have scrambled to the outside and maybe right. had like a lane to run, then you're like shit in your pants. Yeah. But no, just direct run in the line. I, as soon as I saw, it, I was like, oh, Michigan's got this. Well, it had been successful early on. Yeah, but that's yeah. like when you when you it gets much tighter at the goal line that we don't have everybody backed off the ball. You know, like so. Do you think they told Milro like, listen, bad snap, just fucking take it? 
I think it was actually designed like that. I think there was. The I think it was. I do think it was like an RPO. Mill. I think yeah. he could have like pitched it out. I think he could have maybe had a pass later, but I do think it was supposed to like develop a little bit more than the bad snap. And he just like, okay, I'm just taking it now. Yeah. I don't know. How, how was it as an objective viewer? Uh, yeah. Jim? It was very entertaining. I mean, obviously like out of the two playoff games, I think this one had maybe not as good football offensively yeah. like Bama yes. Bama legitimately did not look great offensively Michigan looked fine for the most part um, yeah they were tight def- defensively were tight. defensively Michigan looked great offensively yeah. both teams whatever bad specialties for Michigan it was very entertaining though yeah, uh, the storyline throughout was very entertaining I like yeah. that it was a close game uh I just both both games I felt like obviously the team that looked way better won but yeah. they were both extremely close for how dominant I felt Michigan was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Washington almost lost, and they dominated. They both almost right. lost. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, like Michigan, I think they just got – they were pretty tight coming out of halftime with their offense. And yeah. they, they were just – Alabama they, adjustments are crazy too. Yes, and it, you got to chalk it up to save, and, and like, he just knows his shit. So, and I yeah. feel like the, that part of that is the schedule Michigan plays. Like they really haven't had to do any halftime no. adjustments this entire no, season. Really sure, no. <laughs> they no, really they spend don't. very little time trailing. Next year. year they will. It'll be There's very some stat that year. said like they were tied or had the lead in ninety seven percent of their they minutes. Never had a yes. second half. I think they were never down in the second half yeah. too. Yeah, that's possible too. Sure. I think there was like a couple games where some team had the ball first and scored. And those yeah, are like the only Illinois. minutes that Illinois Michigan was down the entire right. year. Yeah, yeah, Illinois sure. is the one team that gives them a kind of tough game. Like they always struggle with Illinois a little. I'm trying to remember that's, the game this year. It's the one game that they kind of have trouble with. I also, uh, Michael Penix, like the guy is awesome. The guy reminds you of uh, – when you when you have like the NCA March Madness, there's like a, a dude that will just just put put my team on my back and for six games lights it up. And I feel like he's done this the whole season. Don't get me wrong, Washington's a very good team, but God, does he make the right decisions? His balls are so beautiful. He oh, dude, like these dimes, like he throws the ball in like a tiny little tire. Like it couldn't be anywhere else. No, he just no. puts it in the basket. Like he really insane. does. He makes all the right decisions. He really does. He's he, he, he should have won the Heisman. No doubt about it. Uh, I know they go for the gaudy numbers, but he, he, he got he it done in the hardest conference. He basically puts his team on his back and, and everybody doubts him. Everybody thinks this is a week. It's Oregon to beat him twice to beat Bo Nix, who was absolutely fantastic this year twice. I mean, he is incredible. I think it's going to be hard the last game just because Michigan is going to match up well against Washington because they will be able to their offense will have no trouble against Washington D. And I think they can slow down. Yeah, but people said the same thing about Texas. I never thought Texas had a good D. I, no, Texas, I the, their, their pass defense is like 88th in the country. Their pass defense, how, yeah. So Michigan quarterbacks, I do think, match up better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of it will obviously come down to the big studly receivers of Washington and how they can – because that's oh, like dude. Roma Dunze's yeah. whole thing. Yeah, is he's, he's great. He's like the best contested catcher in the country almost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Paul, I mean, uh, you can ask Luke. I had Washington in the over because I didn't believe in Texas. The, I think Michigan is – Probably the best D in the country, and their offense will be will be a lot. You know, Alabama's D is a lot better than Washington. I haven't given a prediction yet, but I think it's this one's going to be very hard for Washington. But what a fantastic season! And Penix is the best player in college. And if you if you're an NFL team, go get Penix because the guy's a fucking winner. The only worry NFL wise on Penix is injuries, dude. I still take. Well, what's I mean, his history with injuries? Winner. You remember his time at Indiana? He, I think he tore both ACLs. Oh Jesus! Oh, yeah, look those how he, look what he's playing now, man. Look, look at the level he's on. It's like like Quinn Ewers is a good quarterback, and Quinn Ewers doesn't compare to Michael Penix. Four consecutive. So okay, I'm looking at it right here. 2018 season-ending ACL tear in October. Mm-hmm. 2019, uh, dislocated SC joint and non-throwing sold- shoulder. Uh, 2020 in the COVID season where he 
killed it. That was like his yeah. big breakout year. Um, let me see what happened here. Uh, it retore his ACL, the same one he tore last time in 2020. Uh, 2021 is when he uh, went to – is that when he went to Washington or was that the year before? I think he went 2022. He's been there. This is his second year there, they yeah. said. It, the kid's crazy. And the thing is, though, he's healthy now, and he's you not running as much. NFL teams that look at like his age, though, because he is twenty four. That's great. He's no, but I mean, I I don't. I I've talked about this before. I kind of hate when these quarterbacks are that old. I think it's definitely gives too much of a, a an advantage for. I mean, uh, Russell Wilson is is came out like that age. I mean, there are guys that suck. Brandon Whedon, uh, Chris Weinke was older. Yeah. But Russell Wilson was older. I mean, look, yeah, college football is weird. It's weird to hear these guys aren't. I, I, I do think, I mean, obviously some of it will depend on his combine. I think Penix is the kind of guy that can light it the hell up at the combine with the kind of throws he can make. Mm-hmm. I think he could be successful. I would worry about his injuries. And then some people don't like the left-handed thing. Guess how many games Bo Nix is playing college. It's crazy. He's played, I think, over 50 on two different teams. Well, he hasn't played over 50 on two different teams. Uh, you don't know that, Matty. That I'm going to say that right now. Season. I'm going to say that right there. But he's and he was on uh, Epstein li- Epstein's list. Yeah. yeah. His father he's 42. Was. Yeah, he does he's it all. Played, he's played 61 college games. That's crazy. What? Yeah. That's possible? It, it is now. How? He played Five years. Four. Well, no, he played four with Auburn, I think two with Oregon. What happened was the COVID year fucked everything. Oh, up. that's right. I like, forgot about the COVID year. It was like a yeah. free year for everybody. Um, I mean, Penix is on his sixth year. He's just been hurt, so he hasn't started that many games. But, but Bo, nobody's going to break Bo Nix's record. Well, I hope not. I want that one to go on forever. <laughs> no, Matt, he's only been in college five years. Who's that? Bo Nix. So why do they say he started 61 games? Maybe it was fifty-one. It might be fifty-one between the two. Yeah, because he played. Yeah. He played three years at Auburn and then two at Oregon. Okay. And SEC, I think, was playing a fuller schedule too. Well, he could yeah, have. If there's thirteen games, that's sixty-five games. Because he did play. I think he played in, in at least. He might have played in one conference championship plus bowl games. Yeah, I mean, hold on, let me see. Well, he oh. played. He played in a conference championship for Oregon this year, mm-hmm. plus the bowl game, and I'm pretty sure he played for a conference championship. At Auburn once. Yeah, hold on. Plus all the bowl games. Sorry, Matt, if I Matty, do some quick maths. Well, I'm going to use uh, how many college games has Bo Nix played in? There's a, here's how many more years can Bo Nix play? He has played 61 games in college. That's what I said. I said Yeah, that. you said it yeah. It doesn't sound real, but that's no, in doesn't. five years. It's 61 crazy. games in five years. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, that makes sense. But I didn't realize. I think the SEC had a full schedule, whereas other conferences were going with a pared down schedule. I think schedule he played the Rose COVID. Bowl against Jim Harbaugh as a quarterback. Yes. That's right. He's back. <laughs> Look at my All shirt, right. Jim, by the way. I, Maddie, I saw that. They're dead, though. They're yeah, gone. We'll get to that a little later. Yeah. Oh, you mean that's not top of the rundown? It's top. It's top of my list. Yeah. And Jim will the tell US, us. The, so, Jim. what do you guys still in the playoffs? Though, what do you guys think of like the Rose Bowl kind of like putting their dick down and making the Sugar Bowl start later? You have to because it's not about that. It's just no matter what the game is, you you know it's on the same network. You don't, you know, it's like if the they game can, goes late. No, the, the Rose Bowl is the granddaddy of them all. And having been to a Rose Bowl game, you you understand why they play what time of day they play. That day going into night there with oh, the uh, sunset. Oh, it's beautiful. It's just, yeah. I was telling Maddie, I go, man, I, I do regret a little not going. But um, when you're at the game, it's like the when you're at the Rose Bowl, the game is sort of like almost a separate experience. Like yeah. the whole vibe of being there, there's always, there's always like going to be celebrities and stuff there too. Um, 
it's just a trip. It, it's just a gorgeous setting. And, and when that sun is yeah. setting, it, it's just, it's my amazing. Facebook friends put up a lot of pictures and yeah. the tailgating and just like the whole beauty of the, when you walk in, I mean, they should have another Super Bowl there. I know they'll, they'll only do it at SoFi, but it's so beautiful. And I, it's yeah, kind so of funny. If they yeah. had to start later in New Orleans, who gives a shit? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's just the story about the wait. Hold on. I want more venues like the Rose Bowl that are like college specific. Yeah, I I hate the bowl games in like NFL stadiums. I agree. It doesn't. It's a totally different vibe. Totally, all the college ones are like so old, and like they're just literally all shaped like those bowls, ever. like the old Cotton Bowl. Yeah. Yes, that is bring a, it back. Like, Bring it back. I don't care. All right. You guys ready to move on to some NFL? Yeah. All right. uh, sure. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, so this week, we're, get, we're getting the end. We're now at the last week. So um, looking back, week 17, Flacco and the Browns keep winning. Jim, your Ravens. I mean, your uh, your Dolphins. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, and the Ravens are looking very, very good. So I would I mean, be more upset if the Ravens hadn't just like more recently done very similarly to the 49ers. Sure. And Miami's like, I'm gonna make excuses here, like really banged up. Waddle didn't Bob play. Yeah. Dude, Waddle, think about like okay, like Moser didn't play. Like think of the beat like if Miami like wins and actually wins the division and shit, mm-hmm. the Ravens will have like blown out three division winners. Teams. Yeah. yeah. The Ravens are crazy right now. The They're problem is, though, I was I was actually Luke in Vegas when they played the Titans a few years back, and I was like, they just looked like they were going to win the Super Bowl, no doubt about it, a few years ago, and they shit the bed, the, the you know their first game. You worried I they're blowing their wad, Matty? I do think they'll correct it. I mean, uh, right now, I, it's hard to pick anybody, but them right now, they've really established themselves like way out in front of everybody. But any given Sunday, and this is going to be a really interesting Sunday night because, uh, hold on, sorry, <laughs> Bo Nix just granted three more years of eligibility. Me. I don't know why my sister's texting me is garbage right now. Sure. I just think the Ravens are the best team. I'm glad I have a future. They are, on them. They are the best team, and uh, well, but you got to play the games, and I I think. I think the Bills could low-key give him a tough game. I think the Bills are starting to come on, and I think the Bills might have a little magic. I think the Chiefs are dead. This is the uh, T-Swift-Travis Kelsey year. Yeah. T-Swift killed the Lost. Chiefs. Is she the Yoko of uh, sports right now? Well, there's Ooh, an article going out, too, now, how Travis Kelsey's agents are saying, like, he's he's oversaturated and people are getting tired of him. And, it's, and, and I'm like, yeah, he, fuck yeah, we are. You're an idiot. Well, I just in time for the playoffs, we got another tight end relationship. Uh, George yeah. Kittle is dating uh, Barbara Streisand. Atta boy. Oh, I thought he was married. I thought he was like happily married. Broke up with her for Babs. Really? For for Babs? Yeah. But, um, I, you know, obviously the Ravens are the, the clear cut team, and, and the Dolphins still are like sitting there like, yeah, they beat the Dallas Cowboys. We never win a big game. We should have lost this week. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, the same old Dolphins are like, are they real or are they contenders? And the more I, you know, I do think they're real. I mean, again, a lot of it will come down to this game. I believe the game this week is for the division. So it, it's a huge game. Big Buffalo, game this week for the Dolphins. The Bills. thing is, Buffalo has to win because the Ravens aren't going to play the rate. So Buffalo can get in with a win or Jacksonville loses uh, Indy ties with Houston, which is not going to happen. And Pittsburgh loses Pittsburgh needs to play. They're playing the Ravens, but they're not going to play Lamar Jackson. They'll probably sit a lot of their guys. So Pittsburgh can win that game. Jacksonville's playing Carolina. No, not Carolina. They're playing a bad team. I forget who they're playing, but not a good team. And, uh, you know, Buffalo really needs to win this game. Yeah. Like, 
And I'm sure Miami will play hard because they want a home playoff game and they want to win the division. So it's it's like a massive playoff game. And the NFL did a good job making it the late game, the prime time night game. I mean, Buffalo is going to need to win that game, I think, to get in. So I th- I'm trying to do playoff calculator stuff here. It's weird. Sure. Who does Jacksonville play? The Jags play the Titans. And they stink. So, yeah, if Jacksonville wins and the Steelers win. Buffalo and, uh, has to win. Buffalo has to win. Because you. No, no, no. No, I, I, no because you can't. Houston and yeah. Indy aren't going to tie. Yes, Buffalo would have to win. So if Buffalo yeah. loses, the Steelers win, and the Jags win, Buffalo is out of the playoffs. Yeah. But if they win and those same things happen, Buffalo becomes the second seed. Yep. So they're going to be playing. This is a what big is, game. What a turnaround for the Buffalo Bills if they did this. They're looking good right now, too. After it looked like a, such a lost season and McDermott was on his way out. Um Man, I've never seen a coordinator change in the middle of the year that really had an effect like that. It's nuts. I mean, it did change everything. Yeah. You watch those first few games. What's the guy's name again? Brady. Yeah, Joe Brady. Joe I Brady. Get, I get it mixed up with Joe Barry, who's that? Uh, yeah, I, that took me a few looks, too, when I realized Yeah, but Joe Brady has been fantastic. He's figured it out. More running game, less relying on Josh Allen throwing the ball down the field. And their defense has had a lot of injuries, but they've done a great job with next man up. And even after Sean McDermott kind of getting in trouble for his whole, you know, look what these terrorists, how great they are. Uh, uh, <laughs> pep rally. Um, hey, if it works, it works. They've yeah. rallied around them. I mean, they've won games. They could have quit. They easily could have quit this year. It did look yeah. like it was it was looking like one of those situations where the locker room is gone. You know, what, like one team that's not dying. Playing, uh, the team that's dying are the Eagles. Yes, like the Maddie. Eagles so is, you're you're no longer chalking it up to just fatigue, huh? Now, no, now they stink. Now they they <laughs> they've never really put it together this year. They keep saying like our best game is like coming, and then we're gonna put it together, and they still haven't. And what is their problem? I think, like, you know, I have a friend who's a crazy Eagles fan. He's like, I'm not watching the rest of the year. He's one of those guys. Oh, and I'm God. like, dude, they made the Super Bowl last year. They lost on a bad call. They're, they have 11 wins. Like, most teams that win a Super Bowl the next year have a tough season. Like, they have a, a hangover. Whether yeah, you they got a tough lose. schedule typically, too. Yeah, and, and it's like they they're having a Super Bowl – hangover year they're not going to make the super bowl every year but like they're in the mix so like take that i mean you just they gotta get something over like oc and dc they gotta figure they lost they lost some guys they got like sirianni has to figure out some coordinator stuff yeah that did hurt him because both the guys went on to be pretty good coaches this year i do like the job gannon's done in arizona i mean They've played hard the whole season with not a lot of talent. And I will and of course the Colts have been great. Nobody expected the Colts to be this good. Exactly. So they've lost, and that's one of the guys saying the guy I see him on Facebook. He's always like the OC and the DC suck. Get rid of them already. It's hard. It's like look, look with the Bills. The Bills had Brian Dable. He was great. He left. Ken Dorsey sucked. And then you move on. You know, and then you, you had to fix things, and you bring in Joe Joe uh, Joe Brady. Brady. Yeah. All right. I oh, I type. You gotta get to Detroit, Dallas. Because... I typed something in, by the way. Just in, I was messing with the playoff machine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, if uh, if the Saints and Bucks, like if the Falcons beat the Saints and the Bucks lose to the Panthers, the Falcons are in the playoffs still. Every okay. once in a while, though, there's a 7-19. <laughs> that's stupid. I think that's stupid. Yeah. I, you know, though, every once in a while, there's a 7-9. and nine, And the Saints and the Bucks. one of those teams are going to win next week. The Bucks play the Panthers. The Panthers were absolutely fucking terrible this week. I watched that game. I, I had uh, – I picked up Chark, DJ Chark for my fantasy team. And he would – I'm like, Bryce Young is brutal. 
Like, he looked brutal. I, I mean, the Jags have a good defense, but he was terrible. He couldn't get anything going. I don't know if he's any good. Well, he had a good game a, a week or two ago. Like, he did, but last week he was brutal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love this podcast. Yeah, this is this is the part of the podcast. You, we got to wait for Maddie to get back so he can also right. get with you on the uh, – on the Lions and that disgusting play. He's yelling at his family right now. Oh, it's beautiful. What do you think about potentially playing the Rams in the playoffs, Luke? I don't like it, but I'd rather just do it in the first round and get it over with so the stakes are feel a little less. Right, give me one second. Where are you going? Uh, Jim, I think that now would be a good time to talk about uh, XFL news. Yeah, talk about Perfect. The XFL. I'll be Perfect. Right back. Well, they're merging, obviously, if you watched uh, the NFL on Sunday and if you watched the college football uh, college game day on Monday. They they announced them both on Fox and ESPN. It is the UFL, United Football League. Right. Okay. So. Between the two leagues. Are they going to, like, keep the leagues as divisions? That's exactly what they did. They're calling them conferences. So they have okay. the XFL conference and the USFL conference. Wonderful. Okay, so that's good. So we get to still keep on some of that nostalgia. The uh, the weird thing with it though is so basically so the USFL as Maddie was wearing he's wearing a Houston Gambler shirt. Yeah. They they're scrapping the Gamblers for the Roughnecks, but how they're doing it is basically taking the entire Gamblers roster and coaching staff uh-huh. and just slapping the Roughnecks name on them. Okay. Wait, is it still Houston or it's still Houston? Okay, so the Roughnecks were in Houston. They were, yeah, but one was in the XFL, one was in the USFL. Exactly. Okay, that's what it was. Why do they get rid of the gambler's name though? Because because nowadays, like recently, I I get that we're nostalgic, but recently the Roughnecks have more of a uh, well known vibe in Houston because they've actually they played there twice. Like they've actually been playing there. Good. Okay. Well, that is what it is. Maybe they got they got four and four. Double conferences. Uh, I believe this weekend or next week, they're doing a supplemental, like a dispersal draft for all the players on teams that didn't make the new league. Okay. So they're, they're going to be, I've been speculating because we don't have any confirmation. I would assume the rosters are going to be bigger uh-huh. for the, they're basically taking 16 teams and condensing it down to eight. So in theory as well, the talent should be better. Are they going to have home games? Yeah, so they're doing it like the XFL, where they're all going to be in Arlington and flying out to those markets. That's why they um the only le- like teams they kept are teams that had like established markets like Michigan, Birmingham. Memphis, Birmingham, uh, St. Louis. Vegas? Vegas is out, baby. Vegas gone. What, what are your memory? What are your favorite memories going to a Vegas Viper game? Cashman Field, baby. And are these are these teams finally going to like keep? St- play in their home fields or so they're playing yeah they're playing all in their home markets the, the only thing okay. they're not so th- they're doing it how the xfl did it last year where uh-huh. they have the hub of arlington where everyone is, stays and practices and then they fly out for the games i don't understand that at all. i think it's just cheaper than having a different like whole uh facility in birmingham and st louis and then like housing people in every market it's probably uh, easier just to keep everyone there under one umbrella, one facility. Okay, for yeah, practicing these, and all that. Um, these teams are all owned by like the league. The right? league owns them, right? And there's, do you know anything about the contracts with the players? Are these flat contracts? Or these are, are these... I believe. Uh, so they just said like the only thing we could research was average salaries for XFL and USFL. We don't know anything about salary wise for the UFL, uh-huh. but they were kind of like they would sign contracts with the league. Right. Okay. And it would just be like it was like a flat like fifty thousand plus incentives sure, okay. of so whatever. That, I get it. So it's just they're they're treating it like they don't have to cater to anybody specifically. They're all just sort of like like some players might get workers. like a better contract here or there, but it was still right. like most players were getting paid like fifty seven thousand dollars plus incentives. Yeah. So if they just kind of keep them someplace dormant, I hate style the name too. UFL though. It's I'm so coming cool. around to it. It's whatever. I mean, yeah, I but like, but Maddie, they're uniting. I'm, I'm, uniting. I'm very happy with the fact that they're keeping like USFL and XFL for the the conferences. I'm cool with that. Yeah, and I'm the more information that comes out, I'm happy. March 30th is the start date. 
So get hyped for that right after March Madness, like right oh, after yeah. the big buzz yeah. of March Madness. So I'm very yeah, how, hyped. How long is the season? 10, Don't, 12 games? I would assume uh, 10, I assume since it's the eight, I would assume they do it like they regularly did, 10-week regular season, and then one round of playoffs uh, of like the semifinals, and then right into the championship game. You think there'll be another football league that'll want to start up in the spring? The Arena Football League starting up, I think, in February. Okay. When, when did that league last exist uh 2000 like early 2000s 2003 like the old afl days so they're like now we can do it well there's already the indoor football league which has been going on since like 2007 2008 which is already where are they gonna merger i who knows then probably soon ifl's as like the level they're at ifl's fairly successful well, I, I like know I used to have a lot of fun yeah. at arena football. They're, they're very fun. We used to have one in yeah. the town I'm in. And they're yeah. very oh, fun really? to go to. Yeah. <laughs> they're very fun. Yes. May I go back to the Albany Thunderbirds? The Albany Firebirds oh. or Thunderbirds? What about that's the, like I, the Iowa Barn? Oh, that Iowa that's Barn the uh, team that Antonio yeah, Brown defunct, right? The Albany, yeah, it was Albany. That was yes. in the NAL, I believe, the National yeah. Arena League, because there's like three different arena leagues right now. So the team Kurt Warner played for, I think, it was the Iowa Barnstormers. The Barnstormers, yeah. yeah. And then uh, in in Grand Rapids, we had the Rampage. I think so now get, they like, have the, the Sioux Falls Storm or something like that. Jeez, even Sioux Falls getting in on the action. I mean, in the Arena Football League, there's like three teams in Kansas. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I love it. That's so fun. It's all a great, right. it's a good the, time to be a football fan. What, all right. Switching gears back to the NFL. What are your final thoughts for this upcoming week? Well, I was going to say that fucking refs for Detroit oh, yes. should not be allowed to play, do the playoffs. You can't miss a call or fuck a call up like that. So fucking bad where Detroit makes the perfect call. They execute it and then you fuck it up. Like, well, they, they're blaming Detroit, though. They said they were deceptive about it. It doesn't matter. If you report, you report. He reported. Jim, what do you think? I'm with Maddie. I mean, if you report, you report, I found. Yeah. You clearly went up to the ref and reported. Yeah. I mean, they were deceptive. You can be deceptive about running a, 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 you know, fleet. We're going to ban the option. Lions really had a good chance of clinching this two seed too. If, oh, uh, it was beautiful. It was such a beautiful ballsy call with the offensive lineman and fucking Mike McCarthy fucking it up. Like always <laughs> doing just bad clock management. And now everybody will talk about what an idiot he is. And he, yeah. he let him off the hook. And it was, you got to see Dan Campbell, like ready to fucking kill somebody, which was fun to see, but like they, the rest blew it. They clearly blew it. I mean, they blew it kid. And I had a nice live bet on Detroit when they were losing, so I did lose money there. Well, that sucks, dude. You get, so you really just – I mean, Luke, if you're a Detroit fan, how do you kind of go into this week? Do you rest your starters or do you play yeah, you hoping, hoping that, like, Washington gets it done against Dallas and you do get the two seed? Washington ain't beating Dallas. Unless uh, what's-his-face is playing quarterback, Brissett. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, you, you saw yeah, how yeah. Arizona yeah. went into – these teams tighten up, and the bad teams, if they want to show up, they they play loose because they have not they they can play a different style of football because they they have nothing to lose. You we'll know, see who do. who opts out for Detroit this this week. I don't. This is kind of like the bowl game week, you know, for the ones yeah. that have nothing uh, to gain or lose. Yeah, this week. I mean, that's the hard part about if you're rooting against Pittsburgh, you need them to lose. You're like, oh my god, they're playing the Ravens, but then when you're like, well. They're probably going to sit everybody, and they have a right to sit everybody. It's like you take you got to take care of your own business, and if you're a team and you've taken care of your business, you can rest. You have the right to. Maddie, do you have a big titty lock of the week? Right now? Yeah. Probably not. I haven't really looked at the lines, but if I look real close, I mean, I'll, I'll take Michigan, whatever the spread is. Okay. Uh, I believe it's four and a half right now. Let four me yeah, double check. Yeah. I do believe it is four and a half, though. Well, it is four and the, a half. You beat the spread against Bama. So yeah. four and a half probably coming down to four. By the way, let's talk about that again real quickly because as far as from a gambling standpoint, like all the money was going towards Bama because Michigan was uh That's only favored why by I bet Michigan. Ah. 
I took That's, Michigan. That line barely Michigan moved. That is a hundred percent the reason I bet Michigan. So I waited till like the yep. night before, and I was like, okay, every money, everybody and their mom has been pumping money Bama. into Bama money line, Bama yeah. plus yep. the spread. This line hasn't budged. No. Something is so weird here, and yeah, a New Year's resolution for all XFL gym gambling wise. I'm gonna lean into the weird feelings I get, so I just pumped a bunch of money into Michigan minus two. Me too. Oh, and, and you know what? All we right. won. Because they missed the extra point. Yeah. They would have won by one point. It worked out. It did. We got lucky. Uh, I don't know. I kid. The over-under is 56, which seems like a lot. Yeah, it's high. I think if you like Michigan, you bet the under. If you like Washington, you bet the over. Exactly. I Michigan's got to figure out how to shut down panics. Like, they got to figure out how to contain them because – like watching uh Milro play, he just kind of rolls back and the, the rush is there. Penix knows how to move. He understands where the blitz is coming. He 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 has a very good pocket presence that Milrow. He'll get rid of that have. ball so much faster than well, me. Yeah. Like what what's going like I didn't get to watch a lot of Washington games this year, but they've most a lot of their games they're only won by like a, a score, even against well, their defense uh, wasn't that good. Their defense was That's whatever. What you also like you kind of also saw at the end of the Texas game they kind of like dumbly play themselves out of like a huge margin. Yeah, yeah. They they just kind of get in their own head a little bit, mm-hmm. and they were another factor was they were very banged up throughout this. Out of like a lot of the top teams, mm-hmm. they were one of the more banged up teams. And okay. they're banged up coming into this last game because Muhammad might be hurt yep. and the running back might be hurt, but. Like when they got the ball back, I think they got it with like nine minutes to go when they when Texas fumbled. They went, they threw like six passes in a row and they, they got a, super cute with it. And you're like, you can take you're up by two scores. You can take three minutes off oh, the clock yeah. just running the ball. You're you 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 want to limit Texas to like at least just two possessions, meaning they have to score fast with you know you gave him like an extra possession and and just the freak thing with the running back getting hurt which i i stand by you carry him off the field i've seen that before where they actually pick a guy up and carry him off because it's gonna fuck the clock up i don't think they can actually do that um just from optics wise in this day and age. <laughs> I don't know who's gonna win the game. I don't really have a gambling angle. I will probably be sorry, Luke. I'm gonna root for Washington solely on like I want the Pac 12 to go out with a bang. You're dead to me. That's fair. I this is basically the best matchup for me though. It's an all big Ted matchup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you uh, know, I want Michigan to win so we don't have to share it with a fucking shitty team of like nebraska that's fair luke that's fair i i'd be okay with so this is a win-win for me i want washington win solely because i want the pac-12 to go out with a bang i would also love michigan winning because they've been like they're the evil ones this year they're the ones that everyone like it it, it's been overplayed a lot but it is kind of michigan against everybody and it would be very funny If with all the stuff at the beginning of the season and throughout the season, if Michigan won a national championship, but here, but it'd be very thing. funny, and I'd be there's, here for there's, it. We we've established that Alabama made it quite clear that there's no way Michigan could cheat. There's no way they can look at their signals. So Michigan didn't cheat. Michigan oh, beat no. them. Out coached too. Harbaugh thoroughly out coached Nick Saban in this game. Yeah. I, well, I think I think with Washington, I think Penix is going to get his. You know. Yeah. When Michigan played Stroud last year Stroud got his but Michigan won you just have to get those a couple stops here and there and let your offense don't get too cute with your offense and just play play your game and well you you, Michigan you should be know. able to score the, the only worry themselves. the only worry should be if Michigan does what they love to do in these big moment games and just get like trip over their own feet at the yes. start of the games if they get down early to Washington like 10 points, 14 points, and then all of a sudden now you feel like you're in a shootout with Washington, then you have to worry. Well, I I I feel better because Michigan did start the game like that this and they fucking took a breath and came back and countered and you know, every time they fucked oh, up, they would counter, you know. The worry is like if if Washington goes up like kind of like how TCU did last year. Sure. If they go up quick and it turns into like a shootout, I would be very worried about Michigan. 
But well, if they can like control themselves yeah. and control the pace, like if they just go down one score quick from some stupid mistake, whatever, it's the second one that I would be worried well, about. I, I feel like Michigan could just uh, if they just stick to their game, like Washington might score and they might score a couple touchdowns in a row, and you don't, and you just have to deal with it and don't get fucking crazy because Washington has a high octane offense, so they can do that. But also Arizona held them to like fifteen points this year, or Arizona State did, you know, like. There's games where they didn't look great. And so it, 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 it's not like, you know, it's like in the NFL, when you see the dolphins and they're just fucking amazing. And then they play a good defense that kind of controls them a little bit more, you know, I, th- I think Michigan just, just needs to get a few good stops. And just if that offense is humming, like they should against uh, not a super defense like Washington's, then I, I think we'll win. So. I also just really hope, that I believe for the first time we get three good games. Yeah. I, I don't think we've ever gotten three. Well, I don't care. I would like to not experience a heart attack. Uh, I just, so as I a neutral observer, it, any way I can get it though. As a neutral <laughs> observer, I want three good games. I don't believe we've gotten three good games in the playoffs at all. So give me three. Well, those two were great. It's kind those of two like, were fantastic. And the two last year were great too. Usually like uh, the NFL, like the conference championships, when it's like you get two, two big matchups, usually, you know, you get one great game, one stinker. It's usually how it works. Sometimes you get two stinkers, but to get two classics. I mean, these games were like the first game, like, it would have been hard to enjoy the second game of Michigan lost because we were pretty into it and it was pretty emotional and it was, you can really relax watching the second game and just enjoy it because it was an emotional game. I mean, it was because Bam was a big, big, uh, you know, big, big school. Michigan's a big school. There's a lot, you, you could tell there's not a lot of love lost between, uh, uh, Saban and Harbaugh. I mean, no, I'm sure like, Harbaugh. Uh, Saban, Saban like ran up the score in a bowl game against them a couple of years ago. Too. Yeah. Like, well, also, like the whole idea with the iPads and like, you know, that was he, the dumbest shit. That was I've very ever funny. That was it didn't make any funny. sense. Dude, there's, like, there's we, stuff. Yeah. Like Mike. No, Connor Stallions is like, he's from the movie Hackers. He could get into their system. You yeah. don't understand. Jack. Well, that's what like Mike Tomlin would do with the Patriots. When he would go there, he'd be like, you're not allowed to talk in the locker room. There's bugs. We've, we've heard stories that there's, there's the, the locker rooms are tapped. That guys steal people's playbooks in the locker room. Like all this crazy shit. But if you think about like Bama is they're supposed to be watching Michigan film. Michigan knows they're not Michigan's not hacking in to watch their own tape. You know, like it just didn't make any sense that they said they couldn't watch tape of Michigan. Like it was so stupid. It was very stupid. It was trying to psychologically get to Michigan and make it worse and make them look like more cheaters Star- than they were. Dipshit. Like, like I'll give you the Seahawks credit when they played the Patriots during the Flate Gate. They were like, "Look, man, we want we want the Patriots. If they beat us, they beat us. You know, if we beat them, we beat them. But we're not going to yeah. get into the whole cheating bullshit." No, that's and that's that was cool idea. that Alabama definitely played it up for some sort of psychological edge. And I don't know if it worked or not, but like the idea that the Wolverines can. Tap into iPads is pretty silly. That's Mission Impossible <laughs> bullshit. And alter they, their own game footage too. Yeah. Like, Save know. that for the movies. Just yeah. wait for AI boys. It'll happen eventually. Oh, yeah. I I'm remember, sure Pat McAfee yeah. will suck the dick of Nick Saban when he comes on this week for and, his and, paid visit. Yeah, yes. and then talk about how upset he is that the Chiefs aren't doing so good because it sucks for Swifties. How much he wants Swifties to get into football. Stupid fucking idiot. (laughs) Fuck him. Manny, how's your hand? I got to, Jim, I got to see Manny's hand in person. It was disgusting. Holy shit. It's getting better, but if you knew how bad it was when we did the show like a week and a half ago. It didn't look as, it looked bad when we showed it on camera, but to see it in person was like, oh. Way worse. It looked, like, yeah. it looked like Mickey Rourke's face on a Ooh. hand. There it is, right there. Ugh. 
scabbing it. Actually, it, look, it, look, it does no, look better I'm on, telling on you, video. No, but... It, we, but if you see it in person, it's a whole Dude, it's lot. so much better. If you knew how bad it was a week or two weeks ago. No, I mean, fuck. I believe you, especially with where it's at now. I would, I would like, go to bed and I look at it and I go, what the fuck did I do? This is like a, a horrible idea. <laughs> I hated myself. It's <laughs> so I would say in a week it'll be back to normal. I pray. Yeah, we're all praying for you too. It put a lot of things in perspective though. Like usually on New Year's Eve I get depressed, but I was like, I'm healing and, and like I'm feeling good. I'm just chilling by myself. I feel good. I was in I was out by twelve thirty at night. <sighs> yeah. a boy. Yeah. So back to Epstein Island. Sure. Uh, what kind of activities do you think they do on Epstein? There's volleyball. Well, you know, like pickleball is huge now. So they the fastest growing sport on Epstein they, Island. They open the pickleball court yep. there, which is great. Uh, good stuff like that. Limbo competitions. I, I have no idea. I mean, who knows if the the list will even get uh, released because it's been they've been saying that for years, and then they. Well, the court's doing it this time. Yeah. Do you think Daniel uh, Snyder is on it? Maybe, but I'm sure a lot of buttholes are very, very tight right now, knowing <laughs> that if they're on the list, like people that they thought would never know, I would think. I don't know. I can't right. tell you. I mean, can a guy escape for a, an illegal sex getaway once in a while? Yeah, I thought this was America. Without having what the nation know his business. I don't know. Well, I would always love to know the 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 meaning behind the Bill Clinton picture of him in a dress. What? What's that? There's a painting Epstein had of Bill Clinton in a dress. Oh, maybe he was. You never knew that. I don't. There's always all these weird shit, so you don't ever know what to believe and what. It's not. this odd painting he had, and it's Bill Clinton in like a dress wearing makeup. Do you think Clinton posed for it? I don't know, but I do know my favorite have. show of the year was that Hillary Clinton show with him and her, him and his, her and his daughter, where they go across America and meet inspiring women. Oh. Did you guys see that? No. Well, that's oh. probably why he was going to the island to meet some inspiring. Women. I forgot what channel it was on. It looks so fucking pathetic, and it has like that music, like the happy music of like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> all right guys well anything else you want to discuss before we get out of here uh if you're not busy watching nfl on sunday Uh-oh. watch the fcs championship game montana versus south dakota state should be a really what good time game is that on? uh for you guys it would be 11 a.m why would they put that against the nfl i don't know are you sure it's sunday january 7th yeah Wouldn't it's sunday saturday no, that's January 7th is Sunday. Why would they do that? I'm not sure. Uh, probably because ESPN likes to fuck over the FCS. Are you going to be watching that? Probably. Are you kidding? Well, it depends. What, like, so what NFL games are happening at that time that like matter? A lot of them. I doubt it's that. It's still the NFL. Yeah. It's the championship oh. game. I'll tell you what game to watch. Dal- Dallas Philly or no Dallas Washington? What no, I'm not that? watching that game. That game is oh. at 3:25 for me, Maddie. All right, wait, hold on. I'll tell you at, what game to watch. That's at 1:25 for you. All right, uh, Minnesota Detroit is worth I'll, watching. Matt, I'll go through the games for you, Maddie. Let me go Tampa through the games Bay, for Carolina you. Carolina means something. Yeah, I have the Jaguars and the Titans. I have the Vikings and the Lions. Yeah, the Falcons and the Saints, the Jets, Tampa. Patriots, Tampa Bay and Carolina. It's the Browns, Bengals, and that's it around that time. It's still the NFL. Yeah, I'm going to watch FCS football because it's more entertaining. So, Dick. Well, isn't uh, South Dakota that's, State in it every year? That's no, that's that's crazy. North Dakota State, who Montana oh. just beat on the way Ooh, to the FCS champion. They got the they got the monkey off their back. I think Montana's faced North Dakota State a bunch of times. South Dakota State, though, they did win last year, the Jackrabbits, and they're having a hell of a season, 14-0. Wow, that's so cool. Tonight, I'm watching the X-League Championship, Japanese football, the Rice Bowls tonight. Is it actually called the Rice Bowl? It is actually called the Rice Bowl. And and what time does that start? 
Midnight for me, I believe 10 p.m. for you guys. And where and what channel is that on? Uh, it'll be on my Twitch channel because I'm going to live stream it. And what NFL players are playing in that one? No NFL players. Shea Patterson. Any, any former, yeah, is Shea, Shea Patterson playing? He did play for like a hot second. There's a couple like smaller college guys that played. Um, like some, there's a couple D1 guys, but they're none of them are Johnny like Football. big names. No. RG3. No. I wish. RG3 would be sick to walk it to see that. Alex Smith. Oh, pre post injury, Alex Smith might actually just retire there. Alex Stein. <laughs> hey, he was a D1 player. Yep. That's true. For like yeah, he played uh, South Florida. He got lit up by a guy who played on the Falcons. He met. He made it one week. Fuck that. Yeah, he said that was it. He said he got hit once, and that was it. I'm gonna go. I don't blame politicians him. instead. Much easier. But he know like it must not be like when he's trolling. It must not be as scary knowing that you've been through getting lit up by fucking. Well, Marshawn Lynch tried to beat him up in Vegas. Oh, that phone thing! I remember that. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> Marshawn's one dude who I would not fuck with. No. God. No, oh you don't God. fuck He looked me. like he would fuck anybody up. Yeah. He's nuts. <laughs> they should have handed the ball to him a few years ago. Well, should have, would have, could have. I, mean, I think he does have the greatest run I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah, beast mode. Yes. Sure. That was probably the greatest run ever. Definitely I got you. Barry Sanders has a couple good ones that are up there too, but that was like there was something about that that was just like he just wasn't going to be stopped. Yeah. All right. All right. I think that's going to do it for this episode. And uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully, until next, next week, time, you'll get a very happy Luke here. Yeah, we'll, not, we'll be the day after. I'll be a very sad Luke. So, One of the uh, two. Yeah, one of the two. You get one or the other. So, well, we'll hope for a good game either way. So, all right, everybody, enjoy your week. Happy New Year to y'all. And we'll see you guys next week for another edition of the Sports Hole. Sports Hole!